You're listening to Legal Skinny Podcast with Trisha Verita. I'm a 15-year licensed practicing attorney in the state of Texas. I created Legal Skinny because when I've been invited to do educational seminars on different subjects in employment law, employers and HR professionals would often ask me, where can they find out a little more information on this or a little more information on that? Look, I get it. There's a lot of resources out there, but sometimes it's confusing and people are so busy. Sometimes people have only 30 or 15 or maybe even five minutes in their day to devote to learning something new. On this podcast, you'll hear me have discussions and interviews on topics relevant to employers. Disclaimer though, Legal Skinny is for entertainment and informational purposes only, not meant to provide legal advice and doesn't create an attorney-client relationship. Also remember, laws change or they differ by jurisdiction. So this is not a substitute for seeking legal counsel in your jurisdiction on the current law applicable to you. Welcome back to the Legal Skinny Podcast. It's 2021, and I know we still have quite a bit of questions about some things that have occurred over the last month, one of them being the Families First Coronavirus Response Act. So, of course, when this was enacted by Congress, uh, a lot of us were thinking, um, all right, uh, how long is this going to last? Is it really going to expire on December 31st, 2020, um, as it initially said in the act? And uh, especially considering at that point, you know, when we were looking at that time frame in the March, April, May time frame, there were so many unknowns about the coronavirus pandemic. And, you know, Many of us, I think, thought, okay, well, it'll get to this point um, and sometime in the fall and they will, uh, Congress will take a look at this and say, all right, we're going to expand this FFCRA um, paid sick leave and expanded emergency family medical leave provisions. Um, Or if if the coronavirus pandemic had resolved itself somehow, uh, you know, all the wishful thinking that we had back there in the spring of 2020, Um, maybe then it would end and would truly expire on December 31st, 2020. So today I'm here to talk to you about, you know, uh, what exactly happened December 31st, um, 2020, when the FFCRA had the official expiration date, uh, what happened the week before, um, and, and did Congress actually extend it, and what employers and HR professionals need to know sort of going forward here in 2021. So, uh, when you're looking at the question of was the FFCRA provisions for paid sick leave and expanded emergency FMLA extended or not, uh, the answer is kind of sort of. <laughs> so uh, it, it was really uh, quite um, a busy fall here uh, for um, you know Americans and everything going on with the election. Of course, there was then the stimulus package debate that went on uh, throughout December. And in the middle of all of that, um, you know, the Consolidated Appropriations Act 2021 is what it's called, was enacted on December 27, 2020. And in that act, uh, there were some provisions related to the FFCRA and this paid sick leave and expanded emergency family medical leave. And in that act, what, what Congress ended up doing was actually expanding the tax credits through into March 2021. Uh, they did not extend the mandated FFCRA leave past December 31st, 2020. So uh, 
what they kind of had was this sort of will allow for the tax credits to go through into March, which would be, you know, your first quarter in 2021. Um, but we're not going to require the employers to continue to give this leave at this point where we where we sit today as we as we listen to this podcast uh, today. That's that's where Congress is at. You know, they can go, of course, back and change that. Um, but that's where it is right now. Um, and so what does that mean for employers? Well, because they expanded the tax credit, they said that they would go ahead and make it voluntary that if an employer would like to give some type of FFCRA type leave uh, for the similar reasons under the FFCRA, uh, then then it would be okay for them to do that. And then they would still be able to collect the credits through into March 2021. Um, so uh, if you are an HR professional or a business owner and you're listening to this and trying to decide, okay, well, what does that mean for me and what I should do with my company or the employees maybe that were in the middle of taking some type of leave? What that means is the requirement for you to give that leave uh, ended on December 31st, 2020. After that, you could still continue to get that, give that leave and get that tax credit according to uh, what Congress did under the Consolidated Appropriations Act 2021, but it's going to be voluntary at that point. Now, this is all new, so there's still a lot of unknowns. In fact, you know, like I said, that that act came in on December 27, 2020 to be um, put into law. And then, you know, the DOL rushed out actually two little published pieces of guidance on New Year's Eve, December 31st, 2020, you know, the deadline of the expiration of the FFCRA, you know, so uh, um, providing employers which, with what I would call little to very little to no notice regarding, you know, the compliance issues. I don't know how many employers were watching the Department of Labor page on New Year's Eve to see what they were going to do with the FFCRA. But um, I'm guessing it was uh, not a large amount of employers uh, and HR professionals doing that because, of course, many, many companies, you know, are closed or they close early that day or individuals, you know, people are distracted because it's the last day of the year and there's a lot of other things going on with the company um, that you're concerned about. So, you know, with that guidance that they gave, it really wasn't even that much guidance and was sort of more directed towards the employees and whether or not they could still get this type of leave. Of course, it, it indirectly gives guidance to the employers. So, the DOL proposed two questions and two answers. Uh, the first question was, um, from an employee's perspective, I was eligible for leave under the FFCRA in 2020, but I did not use any leave. Am I still entitled to take paid sick leave or expanded family medical leave after December 31st, 2020? Um, and the DOL's answer is your employer is not required to provide you with FFCRA leave after December 31st, 2020, but your employer may voluntarily decide to provide you such leave. And the obligation to provide the FFCRA leave applies from the law's effective date, which you remember was April 1st, 2020, seems so long ago, through December 31st, 2020. Any change, uh, DOL said, to extend the requirement to provide leave under the FFCRA would require an amendment to the statute by Congress. So the Consolidated Appropriations Act 2021 extended the employer tax credit for paid sick leave and expanded family and medical leave voluntarily provided to employees until March 31st, 2021. So um, the act, they said, of uh, 
of course, the Consolidated Appropriations Act 2021 did not extend an eligible employee's entitlement to the FFCRA leave. So uh, as they're kind of saying in that roundabout way, of course, right, that the DOL is saying that actually Congress would need to go back and, and provide some type of amendment to the FFCRA original statute rather than this sort of additional expansion piece that they added that just gives an expansion of the, of the tax credits. And so that's the first question that they answered. Uh, pretty straightforward. I kind of had already sort of explained to you that that's what occurred. The, the second question is one of the DOL seems a little concerned employees would not be able to collect properly uh, if they had taken the leave appropriately during the 2020 timeframe and they were eligible but they hadn't collected the funds um, by 2021, could they make the employer pay? Um, in the proposed question, the DOL says, from an employee's perspective, I used six weeks of FFCRA leave between April 1st, 2020 and December 31st, 2020, because my childcare provider was unavailable due to COVID-19. My employer allowed me to take the time off, but didn't pay me for the last two weeks of the FFCRA leave. Is my employer required to pay me for my last two weeks if the FFCRA has expired? And the DOL answered yes. They, uh, uh, and they said that, um, that uh, they will enforce the FFCRA for leave taken or requested during the effective period through to December 31st, 2020. So um, um, I, I think that that's more sort of talking to the employees, kind of letting them know. I mean, it, it gives a heads up, of course, to employers on how the Department of Labor anticipates handling it. We, you know, haven't seen um, more extensive um, guidance from the Department of Treasury or uh, the Department uh, of Labor on this. So I think stay tuned. There's some issues we're not really sure. Um, maybe FMLA issues or ADA, if if the leave was taken in the middle and um, of, of the expiration of all of this, does that convert to other types of leave? I think you'd have to kind of get pretty um, specific in looking at, you know, what exactly was going on with that employee and if they were eligible for other types of leave, maybe under the ADA or unpaid FML, normal unpaid FMLA. But um, there's no specific items right now out from the Department of Labor related to that. But um, I think it's um, interesting and I think we'll have to kind of see how it continues to play out here through 2021. And that is the Legal Skinny Brief update for 2021. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Legal Skinny Podcast. Do not forget to subscribe to get future podcast episodes. Also check out LegalSkinny.com to join our newsletter and get details on all the educational resources we offer the employer. Also, disclaimer, remember Legal Skinny is for entertainment and informational purposes only, not meant to provide legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Laws change or they differ by jurisdiction. So also remember, this is not a substitute for seeking legal counsel in your jurisdiction on the current law applicable to you.